to do another call to order. So let's do our roll call again. We'll start down over here with Mr. Sweeney. Terry Sweeney, Council Liaison. Brian Peterson, Parks and Rec, and on time. Hi, Eric Sengraff, Parks and Rec. Ashley Fuchs, Parks and Rec. Well, Suzanne Seeley, Parks and Rec. Tree Spenders, City Clerk. Okay. Um, I would like to um, everybody to look over the agenda and um, a call for changes for the agenda. And I would like to put Katia Port on the on the agenda under, uh, I believe, presentation. Yeah. Um, she is here today to talk about uh, the park at Lori Lamont at the playground equipment. Will you also add new business item number two logo contest? <coughs> new business. Okay. Logo contest. Does anybody have anything else to add? Will Katia Port be speaking about maintenance also? About, yes. Um, she submitted uh, an email, so she's just going to kind of go over what her email has said, and she brought in some pictures, so I will pass those to everybody so you can take a look at kind of what her concerns are. So, Katja, if you want to come up to the podium. Oh, sorry, sorry. Anything else for the agenda, you guys? All right, can we um, get a motion to approve the agenda? I so move. I second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. All right, so, Ketcha, you want to join us up here? So. Do you want to start at this end with those you want to take a look and pass them back this way? Hi, thank you guys for coming. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm not Katya. I'm Deanna Loomis, and uh, my address is 7248 Laval Drive. And I am um, um, here with Katya, actually. I've lived here my whole life, and I really love it living here. But um, we are mothers of small children, and so I have four children, seven years of age and under, and we um, are both in the closest, uh, our closest park is Lori Lamont Park, so those are two demographic things. Um, but I also do uh, want to say I love the idea of having like a, a survey monkey or a poll um, out there for everybody in the whole city because, <laughs> um, you know, it takes, you know, it's hard to get away from the kids for moms like us and take time away and we're just too tired and all that stuff. <laughs> so uh, I love that idea and I think that would be great. Um, and then secondly, yeah, we would just... Um, like some um, better playground equipment at Lori Lamont. Um, it's a great place. It's very exposed. A lot of people come there. They see. It's kind of like a. It's like the biggest park. So it feels like the, the playground would be that way too. Uh, what's there is is fine, but it's just kind of small and meager for for what it could be perhaps. 
Um, I do like the idea of the ADA being incorporated with all of our parks, but I do like the idea that maybe we start strong with one park so that people can go to one. But my idea is maybe we could, whatever park we do that at, just move that equipment to Lori Lamont, and then we won't have to pay for a whole brand new Lori Lamont one, like Tracy McBride's playground. All my kids love going there. It's just a longer walk. <laughs> so, um, so maybe if that's like a way to save money, um, they'd be very happy with that over there. <laughs> so I don't know. Those are some initial thoughts. And thank you for listening to me. And now this is Katya. Hi, yeah, my name is Katya Fortune. My address is 7215 Lamar Drive. Uh, I'm a mother of 17-month-old son. And um, yeah, I'm interested like this, that uh, Lamarch Park would be, um, that you invest in this park that it will be renovated or upgraded, uh, maybe like made bigger, that there will be equipment for uh, different ages for kids, not only for small, but maybe like for teenagers, for small kids, for um, bigger kids, so that like um, kids from um, houses that are not far away from this playground can go there and uh, meet each other and I think uh, all, uh, all their communication and meeting will uh, make a community stronger because, I mean, um, when people know each other in community, they are more interested in the community. They're trying to do more things and not just sit at home and just care about their own know, playground in their own house. They, like, they're thinking it's our playground. I mean, it's like doing for all people in our community. What was your address again? 7013 Lamar Drive, 7013. Susan, Thank do you, you want to pass the pictures down to everybody else too? Did you want to talk at all about the, the maintenance piece or at all? Uh, well, yeah, concerning this, uh, no, I sent, uh, I sent you some pictures as you can see now. Uh, and well, but I mean, if you're not planning like to uh, immediately to upgrade this um, playground, this maybe it will be checked for safety because some things are kind of worn out and if a small child is gonna climb, he can fall and hurt themselves. And also like this, um, well, we didn't have, as I was explained, we didn't have like a very um, cold winter. Uh, it was kind of like uh, spring-like and maybe that like this uh, ground which in the playground will be uh, taken care of maybe a little bit early as it was planned because the weather now is much warm and more kids can come there and play and not just like trip, like, trip over the, the chunk pieces of ground yeah okay as you as you think about Laurie and Lamont Park is there anything else that um, that you want to say because I think upkeep and maintenance, improving the park equipment. I like your idea of of expanding on the equipment so it's um, it's more attractive to more people and a meeting place in the community. Is there anything else that that when you think about the park that you would like to see? Well, actually, some ideas are coming to my mind right now. Maybe I think no. Uh, in my, in my childhood, when there will be some playground, there will be also some flowers, maybe more trees, because it's like kind of like, it's like plain ground, there's no trees, nothing, well, okay, there is uh, nicely worn grass, but I think it would be like more cheerful. 
And I also have like actually a question concerning uh, the loan. Like there's like um, there are a lot of like vast majority of land and very nicely um, mown lawn. Mm -hmm. And I have a question like in summer it's like being mowed like I don't know like very often and then they uh, sprinkle some chemicals and put like um, how's it uh, like signs uh, that's like. Don't uh, that your ki like ki uh, children and pets keep away. This is like I mean, but I mean it's nice to have such like nice grass and I mean how kids are supposed to play there or run there if there are like so many chemicals. Like I can understand concerning pets because uh, well they do their things so to say. So I think it's better to keep them off the grass <laughs> I and mean, natural things. Uh, but I mean, the children, the teenagers that like are playing sports there. I mean, like you sprinkle this like amount, like vast amount of chemicals, and then uh, I mean you let uh, children uh, play there, like this, I don't know, like football teams, like other kind of sports. I mean, this is kind of like uh, like my son. Like I'm not allowing him to run there. Like he's small, he wants to go there, but I mean there are like a lot of chemicals. I don't see the point. It's actually also kind of investing a lot of money in these chemicals. It's not for free. And also like mowing this grass without end till it's like yellow and very short. And then like you spend money on that and then you're spending money to sprinkle this chemical so that the grass will be green again. Like I'm kind of, I, like I'm not a, I'm not a gardener. Maybe there is some secret behind that, like, I mean, that you know, but um, as a simple, Resident, I um, I don't really understand the point of that. Yeah. Well, I don't have it. I don't know that we have answers for you on that now, but we can certainly look look into the issue. Yeah. So thank you very much. Yeah, you're yeah. very welcome. Thank you for thank coming you. out tonight, ladies. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So they do chemically treat. Oh. Okay. The parks. They. At one time, didn't they uh, come up with a virally, mentally, something that was a better chemical than just like True Green. And they were going to treat some of the parks with that. Madam Chair, I'm Mark Stotts, I'm the city administrator. and um, the, uh, the parks are treated with chemicals um, only a couple times a year though. Um, and there's, so it's, it's spraying for weeds to keep the um, broadleaf weeds out of the parks. Um, they are, we do use the more environmentally friendly, um, so there's sort of two choices with Chemlon. You can sort of have the environmentally friendlier one or the kind of harsh one. <laughs> we choose the more environmentally friendly one. Um, there, in Hidden Spring Park and in other places, we have utilized really super environmentally friendly stuff like vinegar and um, other types of very natural things. Um, it takes a lot more effort and a lot more often that you have to use those things to have them be effective. And quite frankly, they're just not as effective as the, the real, real deal. Um, generally speaking, those signs are put up. Um, usually, as soon as that chemical dries, so within an hour, it is safe to be on, um, as safe as you want to believe that they tell you. Uh, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to... Don't sue me. <laughs> but um, no, I, I have every reason to believe that that is true, that it's 
safe as soon as it is dried. Um, the signs are there as a precaution. What we probably could do um, a bit better job of is as soon as that time has passed or shortly thereafter, we could go through and pick those signs up again. Oftentimes they're just left there and then a day or two later they're still there even though it's been a day or two since the chemicals have been sprayed. Um, so we could look at perhaps doing that, sending someone out after they have sprayed um, an adequate time later to say, okay, it's not a danger anymore. Um, so we do, we do spray um, for those things and um, again, a limited amount of times a year we do the environmentally friendlier um, um, version and um, but no those are very very good comments and um, it, it does uh, our, our mowing frequency I will say um, is something that you know sometimes of the year like June once a week isn't enough you know we get complaints <laughs> that people say hey man the grass is so long I can't play ball on there because it's you know so long in by the, by August um, you know, like last year, for instance, we, I think we probably sent our mowers home three or four times, you know, where it was so dry and, you know, the grass hadn't grown much and what's the point of mowing? Because it is very expensive, to your point. Um, so there are times that we do send the mowers home and say, how about we skip this week? Um, so that is something we consciously pay attention to. Um, it, it is a... Um, Something though too, where uh, our contractors, you know, if we were to tell them, can we, can you come every ten days instead of every week? It doesn't really work well with their mm -hmm. schedule, right? So once a week, they've got a slot for us. We're on Mondays. They come Mondays, um, and going to a two-week rotation, which is a little bit more doable for them, is probably just too long. Again, maybe in August it's not, and so we 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 do um, ask them to stay home sometimes, but. Generally speaking, we, we do like that weekly mowing, and that is sort of the expectation of a lot of a lot of our residents. So, is that a contractual? Do you um, are we even if they don't even if they don't mow, are we paying? Oh them no, that's it? uh, we. It's um, basically a per week charge, and so if we tell them to stay home, we do not get charged for that. Oh, okay. So, it, and that is part of the motivation for us to tell them to stay home too, if we can. It's it's thousands of dollars each oh, week. To yeah, mow. that's a, a yeah. lot there. Yeah. And do you know? Do you happen to know when the spraying occurs? Like roughly at the beginning of yeah. the year, middle of the summer? I, I'm going to want to get back to you on that. I, I, it's not to a, Heidi's point, yeah. we may not have all the answers tonight. Mm -hmm. I wanted to give you as many answers I, as I could. No, but appreciate it. Thank you. I, it's, it's, I think, twice a year. I just don't, I don't know if it's spring and fall. Or I, I don't, I'll, if I say, I'll get it wrong. So. Yeah, that's fair. Thank <laughs> it, you. it is spring and fall. Uh, I believe uh, they use the vinegar in the play structure area where the wood chip sure, falls sure. on. Yeah. So we do try to control weeds in the, within the play structure areas themselves. And I know on the Hidden Spring Park and the gravel drive, the gravel walk paths, we use it there as well. So. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate that there's at least been some conscious decisions yeah. made to, made to minimize some of those things. Thank you. Okay. So... That, where, does this have a particular place, the, um, the FET Deluxe logo contest, is that on the, is Mini that business, new number two. Okay, so let's just keep going then. Uh, committee business, unfinished, hidden spring, rain garden maintenance, prairie restoration. 
Madam Chair and committee members, um, I've uh, decided uh, this was a good time for me to stick around and talk about this with you. I know that there were some questions uh, that committee member Seeley had, um, maybe others had as well. Um, I tried to provide um, some of that explanation in the packet so you could read through that. Um, I can kind of review that information as well. So um, if, if you're just to recap what we're asking of you here is to um, consider a recommendation of a contract with um, a contractor named uh, Prairie Restoration. They're sort of um, a specialized contractor that does uh, sort of um, specialty plantings, prairies, one of them, um, but they also do rain gardens and other types of, um, again, not just turf grass stuff, right? So they're very, very much professionals. They're very much sort of the gold standard in the industry. Uh, we did get a quote from RJs, who are the people that do our lawn mowing. Uh, and they they were uh, fine, um, but their um, their knowledge of the subject matter just isn't on the same level as prairie restorations. And so, uh, staff has very high um, uh, trust in prairie restorations to do this work properly. And just so I can describe the work again, is that Hidden Spring Park was installed in 2007, and um, as part of that project, a rain garden um, was built there, a, a fairly large one, and it was planted with native plantings and um, rain garden friendly plantings. And um, a number of other little features were, were built. And since that time, um, we, we probably have not done the, the type of maintenance that should have been done from the beginning. Um, kind of to, to Mr. Sweeney's point earlier, uh, sometimes that, that does happen. And I, I think that's been part of what I've been um, and what the mayor has been talking about in terms of just higher standards. We, when we install things, we need to immediately begin regular maintenance, right? And so um, with the shoreline plantings, we did do a better job of that, I will say. Um, we did have a little contract with some professionals that were spot spraying for thistle, and they were um, doing, we actually did a controlled burn on that, I think, two years into it. Um, so we did a little bit more professional maintenance on that area. And as you may have, if you read through the whole report, I know it's lengthy, um, from Prairie Restorations, they noted that the, the, the species that were present on the shoreline plantings um, were still good, and that they don't think there's a whole lot of work left to be done in that particular area of the park to reestablish the initial intent of the design. Um, but in the rain garden area, it is a pretty much a complete tear out and try again. And so um, what we have been doing each year is, is mowing it with a, a brush mower, just knock everything down again and have everything come back up. And um, Prairie Restorations has said, yeah, that's a good practice and you should do it again. Um, and so we have done that again. If you haven't been out there, we've mowed that all down. Um, what they're going to propose to do is to sort of um, replant the rain garden with, with natives and, uh, and the appropriate plants. They've chosen um, a few new ones off of the design. For the most part, the, the original design is going to be kept and that they will just replant the original species. But they've also chosen a few new ones to sprinkle in there as well. So um, to committee member Seeley's question about, um, you know, I think it was her second one, uh, concern over the plantings and whether or not they're the same as previous or different varieties. If the plants didn't prosper previously, why plant again? A very intelligent question. Why would we you know, hit your thumb with a hammer? Why would you... Put your thumb in front of the nail again. Don't you know? Don't do that again. Um, but I think what the answer is is that it wasn't the design uh, that was the problem. It was the maintenance of it. And um, like anything, you need to take care of them. 
And, you know, quite frankly, even with good maintenance, um, 15 years, well, more than that now, right? 16 uh, 2007, I think, was the original date. So we're, we're coming up 15 plus, let's just say, years. You know, it's not unexpected that a rain garden would need to be replanted, and that's just uh, kind of par for the course when, when you're talking about these things. I think we can probably do a little bit better than that next time around if we, if we do a little bit more um, diligence with our maintenance. Um, so um, we also had a concern about the underdrain and the soils there. Initially when that project was built, I was actually out here watching it being built, and um, we did scarify the soil underneath uh, to, the, to a depth that was reasonable. I think we were probably down six feet or so. Um, rebuilt the area with an underdrain and then um, granular soils on top. So there's, a, there's about a foot and a half, I think, of granular material with an underdrain that drains out down to the lake. Um, and that underdrain was put in there because we knew even if you scarified a soil six feet down, <coughs> seven feet down is hard packed clay. <laughs> and so you're just creating a bathtub there a little bit. Um, obviously with the native plants you get the deep roots and you can extract a lot of that moisture out of there which is the whole kind of the whole point of a rain garden but at some point um, it does become a bit of a bathtub and we do have that issue so uh, the watershed does require that the rain gardens if they don't show infiltration characteristics um, able to pull that water out within 48 hours that you do have an under drain and that's what we did is we installed an under drain and that under drain still functions I think if you look in there after our rainstorm didn't have much this year to look at but um, a, a day or two later, that rain garden has drained down um, through that drain tile. So, um, I don't know, there, are there other questions, Suzanne, that you wanted um, me to answer in terms of, is this, a, I think your question in general is, is the design intent still the right in the design intent there, if I could summarize? Right. The only piece that I, this is, the only piece that I think you might have missed is the center filled just about all the clay. And so when Ashley and I went out to look at it, I guess we were sort of wondering would native prairie actually be a little more resilient than native plants in a you know, rain garden. Because, you know, Anoka County stats said 95% of the county was sand except for Centerville. Uh, and that's the piece where I wondered um, if, if we're just not trying so hard to make clay work. What I don't know, and this is where um, I, I need to have a little more information, I guess, is would native prairie actually be more resilient considering the clay's not gonna change? Sure. So I, I think um, native prairie grasses could be uh, could do very well in this park. In this particular location, however, we have water draining through, and um, the idea was to have an intermittent um, water body there that would um, support native um, <coughs> and rain garden plantings. Mm -hmm. And so the conditions that we've created, I think, are good for the plants that we've chosen. If you were going to put prairie plantings in there, I would want to then divert that water. Um, prairie plants don't want water all the time, and they don't want to don't want to sit in water, right? Yeah. So, could you fill that in and plant plant prairie grass there? Sure. Um, I think that takes away from the functionality of what we're what we've built, which is a filter. 
I call it a rain garden. That's a generalized term for um, two things, an infiltration basin or a filtration basin. We've built a filtration basin. So the more technical term for what we have there is a filtration basin. They're generally called rain gardens. Either, either one of those can be called a rain garden. And so, um, yeah, I, I, prairie plantings would be great. I would just say that I think it's still important and it still serves a function for us there as a filtration for our stormwater that comes off of Lamont Drive. Um, and I think that's still um, a valuable function there. And I think the plants can survive and thrive in that environment with proper maintenance. Okay. Do, do you want to add your two cents, Ashley? Um, I mean, just having more background is super helpful. It's just because I didn't know very much about it. I think, I think that was just kind of my concern was as far as the maintenance of was like, was it a lack of maintenance? why things went downhill or was it just not a good fit so knowing that it's it could work out with the proper maintenance just fine i don't really have concerns with that is there a maintenance plan then moving forward yeah so part of the, the quote from um, prairie restorations is an annual maintenance um, so it's a multi-year contract so the first year is a bit more intense they're doing replanting mm -hmm. um, but then they're also uh, year two and even is there a year three in there actually even i think um, maybe it's just a year two that sort of uh, talks about what they would do in terms of, um, let me just quickly get to it here. Is that what you have on the screen, Teresa? It's through yeah. summer, summer of 25. Yeah. Um, actually, 2028 even goes through here. So um, on page... Uh, doesn't have page numbers. There's a letter H. If you get to letter H in the agreement here, it talks about anticipated management. So it, in 2024, uh, the integrated plant management, um, in other words, the establishment, so um, they would do the work to establish the new plantings. Um, and then 2025, they have uh, mowing and, and annual uh, weed canopy uh, work. Um, and then in 2026, you see, um, again, a, a program of spot mowing, spot spraying, hand weeding. That's one of the things that really, um, I think, again, you know, I don't, wanna, I don't want people to leave here thinking, well, Public Works was just derelict in their duties. Why aren't they, aren't they maintaining? We just don't have the expertise, right? Yeah. And we should have realized that. Um, but um, going forward, we do realize that and know that hand weeding and spot spraying and stuff takes an expert to know uh, this is Joe Pye weed and, and this is that's a good one even though it's a weed and uh, you know so someone who knows what they're picking otherwise you're just pulling out plants we just planted that's not a good idea right so that's that's an art and um, and quite uh, complicated sometimes so um, so this is an agreement for a multi-year thing to kind of establish the um, the estimate only goes until 2025, Mark. Sure. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, that's they, so they, they read it also. It looks like in management, item number three, they look, they talk about the integrated plant management, IPM. And at the end of that, it says it's um, billed uh, per cost trip. Yes, thank you for that. It, you're correct. It, it is a so just a two-year um, contract. It, it has a work plan out through 2028 here laid out, um, you know, but that, I think what they're, they're acknowledging is they don't really want to quote us out that far. You don't know what labor costs are going to be by that point in time. So, 
Um, the, the intent, let's just say, uh, from our perspective, is to recommend that we continue an annual contract with these folks to uh, maintain, properly maintain it, so <coughs> a professional maintenance contract. Now, are there things that we can uh, learn along the way and perhaps build some of that capability? Yeah, and we would try to do that in-house if we can, um, but we'll gauge that as we go along here. We'll be working hand-in-hand -hand with these folks to, to determine whether or not some of that is possible for us to do. Some of it requires licenses to actually spray um, some of these things too that we don't have. So, yes, it is a thank you for that. It is a two-year agreement. Um, they are imagining out a, a, a work plan past that, but for now we're asking for authorization for the two-year plan. And their bid includes the two-year plan. Correct. And did you want to address that it has a couple of different? Um, yes. Thank you. So there were a couple of options, um, or, or one option I should say, that um, in, involved some uh, volunteer work. Um, I think it ended up saving, what, like $700 or so? 785 So um, if the committee uh, thought we wanted to try to take advantage of that um, and wanted to try to get a group of volunteers together, what Prairie Restorations does is they provide a staff person to come out and help weeding or what have you, whatever uh, activity it was here. So um, we can choose either one. Um, it's totally up to the committee as to whether or not you want to try to organize that or not. $700, you know, is, is nice. $700 is $700. That's taxpayer money. But certainly it's not thousands and thousands of dollars. So I, I don't, staff would recommend, just uh, would be fine with, without doing that too if you didn't feel like it was something you could pull together. So. Uh, I have a couple questions, um, Mark. If it, unless anyone has any conversation on Mark's topic of the volunteer stuff, I don't want to switch gears to work. Well, I think we have a hard enough time getting volunteers to show up for a regular program. Okay. I would also kind of argue, sorry, Brian, yeah, um, that I know it's not a lot of money to get volunteers, but it doesn't sound like we have opportunities to like plant and do things like that in terms of like volunteering in the community. Mm -hmm. So maybe this would be an opportunity to see if there's interest, gauge the interest. Is that something folks would want to participate in? Just because I don't think we have any other like planting projects. Do we know the extent of the work and how many volunteers and how much time? Uh, that's a good question. Um, An approximate time of year. Yeah, it looks like fall of 2024, right? Okay. So, um, Mark, do you have a sense? Are they suggesting it's a one-day project, or is this a longer commitment? For yeah, I believe it's a one-day project, and I think what we would be doing, so if you look at um, the second page of their estimate. Um, I have it up there. If you would yeah, like item, can you just scroll up one a little bit more, there, Teresa? So right there, stop. So planting fall 2024 option one, that's what they would do. Boom, everything for 2675, right? Uh, planting uh, fall 2024 option two is with volunteers. So they would be charging us $400 um, to guide us, right? That would be pay for the people or person or people that they would provide to guide us. And then the other ones are just the plant costs. And so I don't know, there's not a subtotal there, but that 400 plus 945 plus 405 plus 139 does not add up to 2675. It adds up to 
like $700 less than that, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we would be doing. We'd be installing those uh, 420 plugs. Yeah. I've never seen a plug. It's just basically a little stick in the ground plant. Mm -hmm. um, and then those other two uh, four-inch pots and one-gallon one pots. So uh, you got 420 plugs, 54 pots, and nine one-gallon pots that we would be planting. Mm -hmm. So we don't plant in the pots. They take the stuff out of the pot and put it in the ground. That's correct. Got it. Yep. I have no objections to anyone trying to organize one. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure um, if we told them that we would like to explore the volunteer option, um, as long as we gave them enough lead time to say either we can or cannot provide those volunteers, so let's just, I'll just imagine a month out they would need to know. If, let's say, they wanted to do this in September and we told them on August 1st, yep, we got the volunteers, let's go forward with that, I'm sure they'd be okay with that. Um, and if we told them, now nah, we can't pull it together, I'm sure they'd be okay staffing the other option if you wanted to kind of punt on that decision at this point in time, just explore that, you could certainly do that. How about those fine Boy Scouts that you have there? Mm -hmm. uh, it would depend on the, on the time of year. Um, I bet we, specific dates, actually. I bet we'd have some adults in the community that would enjoy that as well, that would mm -hmm. think that was a great idea. So can we can we approve that and and leave option two open? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Would somebody like to make a motion? For the whole package or for just that topic? The whole package, I think. Just right. That topic. Can I ask you a couple? Uh, the contract. Motion to approve the. Can I ask one contract. question before we do that? No. <laughs> yes, I just can. did. Can I ask a second question? <laughs> so they did. You just did. <laughs> can I ask more questions? <laughs> sure. Um, the uh, spring that's there, the natural spring that's there, is, is that being touched in, in any way? or Not with this particular plan, no. That's my question. Okay, so I will make a motion to recommend approval of the contract with Prairie Restoration, Inc. as presented for the services in 2024 and 2025 with the option to provide volunteer help as outlined. Can I get a second? I'll second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Motion carries. Very nice, thank you. You're welcome. We aim to please. Okay, this puts us up to the Name a Snowplow Contest. Do you guys all have a list of the lovely names? No. No? Ashley, do you receive your email? I did receive it. I thought you were talking about in the packet. I, was like, I did not put it in the packet. All right. So... Here are the list of names. Please give me your top two. We do have information from our esteemed city council liaison and from our, uh, our um, public works guys. Okay? So here we go. You ready? Snow my gosh. Control salt delete. Scoopy, the pride of Centerville. Plowed to be an American. Darth Blader, 
Snow Idea, Fluffy the Plow, Plowy McPlow Face, D Plow, Fet D Plow, Purple Snow, Snow Patrol, Don't Flurry, Be Happy, Plowosaurus Rex, Plowabunga Dudes, a Native American term I cannot pronounce, Wahinhe, translated in the past, Wahinhe, I Plow, Fet de Glace, Blades Up, Lost Shaker of Salt, Stormy, Babe the Big Blue Snow Plow, <laughs> Cleopatra, <laughs> Center Flurry, Steve, Marge, Blitz, Snowbank Tank, Blitzo. Okay, so Terry, do you want to share your top three? Sure. I like the uh, Lost Shaker of Salt, Don't Flurry, Be Happy, and Cleopatra. Okay, and two of the guys in the, um, at City Maintenance like Snow Patrol. And I think one of the other guys like the Cleopatra. So, do you have a particular favorite amongst? I think the Control Snow Delete. <laughs> you like that one? Okay. The other one was purple snow. That's my first. Okay. Abstain. You can't. All right, but you're gonna have to vote at some point. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. Why? Which We got to get it done. I like Snow Patrol and Cleopatra. I also like Cleopatra. I okay. think that's the favorite. And <laughs> it's really clever. I laughed really hard when I read it. I know, right? That was pretty clever. And did you sorry. have another one? I'm sorry, Steve is just so dumb. I love it. <laughs> I think that was gets me in every honor time. of maybe the late council member Steve King. Oh, no. Okay, and how about you, ma'am? Yeah. The Cleopatra. Okay. I was one you said snow something delete. Snow alt delete. Control salt delete. Yeah, I like that one too. Okay. So we have multiple votes for Cleopatra has five. Cleopatra and Cleopatra has five. Snow Patrol has three. Purple Snow only has one. Control Salt Delete had two. Was that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and Steve, Steve had, had one. Okay, so we're going to take out Steve. We're going to take out Purple Snow. We're going to take out. What Don't was the Flurry Be Happy. I think that one only had one. Okay, Don't Flurry Be Happy. Less. Shaker and Salt only had one. Okay. So the top, what are the top three contenders there, Miss Miss Data Keeper? They're Cleopatra. Yeah, Snow Patrol and Control Salt Delete. Okay. 
and I think Control Salt Fleet had two, Snow Patrol had two, and Clear Pathra had five. Okay. How many snowplows do we have? <laughs> we have two. Snow Patrol, you mean? No, we, we, need, we have to bring it down to two names. No, one. Just one. One. Well, I think it's obvious, isn't it? Cleopatra? Yeah. Cleopatra. <laughs> okay. Is there any discussion here? That's very clever. Cleopatra. I've never heard that one. Okay. Do we yeah. have our name? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I make a motion to accept Cleopatra. <laughs> Do we have We don't have to move on. You are going to um, name a winner, which they are going to receive $50. Okay. We discussed this. And then $50 for the graphic or the magnet for the vehicle. Okay. So, yes, we're making a motion. To I'd like to make the motion that we accept the, the all-top winner, Clearopathra. And, and give him all the recognition that she just said. <laughs> provide them with, with a $50, $50 award. award. And, and, Instruct. and make a sign for the snowplow. The magnet, yes. Yeah, the magnet sign for the snowplow. What's the magnet sign about? It just has the it's name on name. it. Easier oh, to and it's remove. going, it's yes. going on the yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Second. Oh, Can we get a second? I'll second. Oh, or MM would like to second. <laughs> yep. All those in favor? Aye. 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 All right. MM, were you still working on a newspaper article for the snowplow situation? The naming I of the snowplow? I thought we were done with that one. Is did you make, open? did you do a, did you no, already I do it? No, I didn't. I would you, okay. okay. Do you think <laughs> it would make sense to say, hey, we did this, and, or no? We need snow. <laughs> to indicate in the news, newspaper that we we are naming our snowplow. That we've just, named our snow, snowplow sure. and our winner. Yeah. If you when don't do think it's a good buy? idea because we don't have snow, I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would be nice to get the I individual yeah. and get a picture. picture. And I think we can put it in the city administrator's report. Do okay. we know who? Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, that's do interesting you want to know? Well, now that it's a done deal, we can know, right? You're right? We just can't be biased about which one we pick. Yeah, I don't yeah, see we, I don't know. I think we'll defer to Teresa if we want to just announce that, announce the winner at one time. I think that's fine. I'm not sure that I can pull it up here without names of everyone coming yeah. up. Yeah, so let's okay. let's wait on that. Okay, um, our our next our next unfinished business is the 2024 Main Street Market sign. We talked about that last time, and we were um, Angela made the recommendation to get a permanent sign that we could put up. So Teresa, you've done some more work on that. Yes. Okay. What you got for us? A uh, sign is allowed. Okay. So we can place it there by city code. Um, I attempted to get a quote from the same individuals that made the sign for Bald Eagle Water Ski Club, and I never got a call back. 
So I will continue to research. I'm going to say it's going to be no more than $300. Okay. And I think that's being generous. Okay, so let's uh, let's carry that over to the next meeting, and we'll we'll see where we stand with that. Sound good? Would it be helpful to approve funds for that right now? Anyway? You can approve funds. The other thing that we did is we increased the fee by five dollars for each event for funds to help to offset this okay. purchase. Is it helpful to, to make a motion now? And I mean, it makes no difference to me, but I'm asking for you. Right I, if you would like to table it, that's fine. If you would like to be done with it, you could surely make a motion. We have funding that is coming. We've already had three individuals register. So. I'll let you decide what makes sense to me. Just asking the question. Well, I think it's a good question, and if we don't want to bring it back up again, you could make that motion to to um, take out of our budget any f extra funds that weren't covered by the increase to pay for that time. I so move. I second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Motion carries. Okay. Not to exceed $300, right? Not to exceed $300, yes. Okay. We have a request for the use of Lori Lamont Park. Um, the Boy Scout Troop 136 would like to use the park. Scout PSA um, Troop. What, what? Scouts PSA Troop. We have boys and girls. It, 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 okay, but it's a Boy Scout troop, winter yeah. activity, family event. So. And they are aware there's no snow and there's no ice. <laughs> yes, I will be speaking with the scouts to see what they want to do with that. Okay, so they would like... Saturday, February 17th, The lighting on in the warming house open if it's not cold I don't think that that's a, a care to them what is it for? And, yeah. let's leave that leave it as it is that's not I think okay so it's from 9 a.m. to 11:30 a.m. okay we like you know we can approve that should we do that mm. There was one caveat to that, depending on the turf and wetness, um, just so that they speak with Paul ahead of time. The turf, uh, what turf? Lawn. Oh, the lawn? Yep. Little kids running around in the grass, grass mm -hmm. coming out. Lots of mud. Let's call it aeration <laughs> and let them go. <laughs> We had, that, charge that then. we had that happen with a flag football team. Yeah. Yeah. So that was than, a whole different thing, though. More was, than aeration. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was more than 20 kids. So, I agree. <laughs> uh, I'd like to make a motion that we approve the park facility <laughs> permit for the Scout Troop 136 with the contingency that they speak with Paul about the use of the turf. 
or the condition of the turf before use. Can I get a second? Second the motion. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Excellent. Okay, so this is this is um, an interesting one. I, I'm not sure that we have enough information to go on. This is the logo contest. Um, I'm not sure everybody is aware, and we can look to Terry for more answers if we need them. There's going to be a change with Bet Deluxe this year. It's not going to be co-done by the city and the Lions. It sounds to me like the Lions is taking more, uh, taking it over and doing a more prominent role in that. No pun intended. We're going to do a lion's share of it. So, <laughs> so they're doing the lion's share. So the question before us is the logo contest for the run and paddle T-shirts. Um, so I'm just going to read this. As you may be aware, uh, the committee's very own Patch Brandt was the run coordinator who spearheaded the committee's school's involvement with the logo contest, and then he reassigned, he resigned from the committee. Lonnie Olson took over the logo contest organization and coordinated with the schools. She enlisted members of the committee to serve as judges for determining the winners. Letters, certificates, prizes, and delivery uh, from the mayor were all completed internally with assistance of Lonnie. The logos have been used for marketing the Fet Deluxe City Celebration on the Run and Paddle t-shirts. Lonnie is looking to step down from this role of coordinating the contest. The Centerville Lions have taken most of the festival over, parade, event scheduling, etc., and would be willing to take on the logo contest, but are happy to let the committee take on that responsibility. Staff is looking for direction from the committee on going forward with this contest and its organization. So a little bit more information. In the past, the Parks and Rec Committee has provided $350, uh, 200 first place winners, two $50 second place winners, and two $25 honorable mention winners. So with this possibility, you could come up with your own run logo and carry that forward for years and years, or you could come up with the Lions could want their own logo for marketing, and you could run the contest just for your t-shirts. There's all kinds of thought that you could put into this. Yeah, we, we usually do not participate, the Lions don't participate in the run. Correct. That's always been kind of a, a separate yeah, deal. Yeah, but the logo has been used for the whole Fet Deluxe, right? For the flyer. Yeah, but for the flyer. Is that something that the Lions, is, Lions are interested in continuing to have the logo used for the whole thing? Because usually... When we've done the logo contest, it's been based on the theme of Fet Deluxe for the year. Yeah, I, I know when the run originally started, there was some confusion because it operated as a completely separate entity. And when they went out and did fundraising and stuff, then we went out and did fundraising. People were like, well, we already gave to the festival. So 
that's when everything kind of combined and they tried to do everything together. So we're not hitting up the local businesses and, and whatnot twice for the same mm -hmm. event. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I think the Lions would, would be willing to use that, that logo. You know, the runs mm -hmm. become part of the event, mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. Just a question, just for understanding. Is Lonnie mm -hmm. resigning from mm -hmm. organizing the running contest? The logo. Or just um, the logo? We have Nissa who organizes the, what is the that beeping? Okay. That's my phone is vibrating. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nissa, Nissa coordinates okay. the contest. So if, if nobody here wanted to take on the logo contest, we could simply come up with run a run logo for t-shirts that part, because most people who participate in runs usually get a t-shirt of some kind. So we could do a, a separate t-shirt just for the run. We could talk to Nissa about that and work with her on that. We could certainly continue to do the logo contest. Do you guys know what the um, theme is this year yet? Not yet. Okay. Um, we were, we, we have, well, I missed the last meeting because I had um, a council conflict, but um, in years past, we would do our uh, midwinter convention for the Lions, mm -hmm. and then we would carry that theme over to the, the festival when the Lions were running the festival initially, mm -hmm. and this year we did Artemis for our theme, which is the the next manned mission to the moon through NASA. Oh. It's called Artemis. So we went to the moon. We made our hospitality suite look like the like we were on the moon. <laughs> so a lot of us already have, you know, costumes and stuff and so that may be what it is, but I don't know. Okay. So um. one of you or what staff is requesting is that maybe a committee member could volunteer as the logo contest coordinator. We have entry forms to maybe work with the Lions to, re to obtain their theme and go to the schools and reach out, so it's the middle school and the elementary school, reach out to the art teachers, give them the entry forms. You can surely state that this program has been run in the past. We want to continue their participation and kind of coordinate it, bring those art projects back. The committee can act as the judging or Three members of the committee can act as the judging individuals, and then we will continue to do the letters and the certificates and have the mayor present them to the students. But so we're looking for a logo contest coordinator if you so choose to take this on. Do people want time to think about this, and should we bring it back to the next meeting? Do we need to make this decision right now? Um, it, the sooner the better. Okay. I would be more than happy to allow someone else the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs>
we can provide you with contacts, entry forms, all of what you need. You have to champion it. One of you can do it. I've got some if, events going up at, at work around them, so I don't think I'd be a good fit for this one. Then are you willing to let the logo contest go as it is? I would like a few more days to just mull this over, for us to mull this over and think about it. Suzanne, are you at all interested? I'm thinking I might not be in the state of Minnesota during that time frame. Oh, okay. Because what is the time frame? Well, set to Oaxaca. If not, I mean, and it's before. No, that. it's way before yeah. that. It's before yeah. the end of school. Yeah. So, so between most of that, most of the work between needs to now be, and the end of school. Most of the work needs tomorrow. to be started. <laughs> started soon. <laughs> Well, but we can't start anything until we figure out what the logo is. And I don't know when is... With the theme? Yeah, the theme. Third. Two weeks, next week. Third Thursday of the month is our Lions meeting. And I don't have a conflict this time, so... <laughs> well, and we're not sure the Lions want to continue to have the logo contest on the flyer, correct? I'm not part of that committee. Like I said, I wasn't at the last meeting, so I'm sure Fetalox is rolling along fairly well. I mean, we do have the Cadillac dinner between now and then, but how I think they wanted to get how started. How do you find that out? Well, if, if you are interested, I think you have a lion representative that could take the information back to the lions, who then would say, no, Park and Rec still wants to run this. They just want to ensure that you want the logo on the flyers. Yeah, because I think, isn't, I think Mark Remillard and uh, Nancy, Nancy and, Katie. and Katie, yeah. So we can we can talk to one of them and find out what they're thinking for the for that. I already talked to Mark. And he said that on the flyers, flyers. And he didn't say whether on the flyers or not. He had said he didn't know if the lions were going to do it. I said I would like to offer the opportunity to park and rec because it was. I would say go ahead and yeah, you know, if you guys want to do it, the only thing we'd have to check on would be the um, if they're going to put it on the flyer or not. I don't see why I don't I don't see why we wouldn't. I mean, you're you're doing a, it's a contest. It's to get people involved and vet the locks and um, I guess I don't, like I said I don't see why we wouldn't add it to the flyer because it's you're, you're we're promoting we're going to promote the whole thing on the flyer like we did the last couple of years. So and I think that I mean that that contributed I think to the success of the. At the locks last year, when the main Saturday it was so packed at the park, it was it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So, MM, did you have interest? You seemed you seemed like you were taking notes. Yeah, I like to take notes. Like, but um, 
I need to think through it and see, look at my schedule. Here. So it's time to think about it a little bit. Okay, so we need a couple of days to think. And could we find out about that to make sure it would be included in the flyer? Okay. So you could let Teresa know and then you could then let MM and I know. Okay. How do we come back to the decision in a couple days? If we need a motion to, to do anything, and if we need a motion, how do we accommodate that outside of our meeting schedule? Well, do we need a motion to do that? Maybe there's a request for action. We're going to be spending money if you do the contest. It's already in your, it's already in your budget that you continue to budget those dollars, so that's really that can wait. What kind of did, did you do? What do you the park do the committee meetings have to be publicly noticed? These ones? Yes. Yes. So just like a regular council meeting, and it's how many days does it have to be publicly noticed? Three. But for a special meeting, three days. Three days. I'm also not sure that we actually do. We, do we honestly need a motion for this? I'm not sure that. Well, I, even if it's so, your, what sorry. I am saying is, with the dollar amount, you don't need a motion at this time. You can do that in May. Okay. That you're going to award the funds okay. to a winner. What we need is direction as to who is the coordinator going to be. Is it going to be Park and Rec? Or is it going to be the Lions? I would say it's not going to be the Lions. Especially for, for the run and for the logo. I don't think they're asking about the run. We're not asking about the, the run. We have already hired a coordinator contest. for that. Is, okay. This is just about the logo contest. Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of been a joint piece. I would say knowing, like I said, that we have the Cadillac dinner coming up and plus on top of this, that that's, there's not going to be, we're not going to have somebody from the Lions that's going to want to volunteer to do the logo contest. It, independent of whether it's a logo contest, there's still going to need to be a logo done by someone. Right. But, I mean, you're talking about... Because we're still going to have the, the Lions logo and whatever, you know, theme is going to have part of it, but if they want to have a specific... But Fed Deluxe itself needs to be a, a logo. We don't want to just... I assume we don't want to just Times New Roman Fed Deluxe <laughs> on, on all of the flyers no. and such. No. But there, there'll be a theme. But mm -hmm. if you're talking about the, the flyer, will have the theme to it. But if you want, you know, the Lions logo goes on there, and if you want the Fet the Locks City logo designed by da 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 or whatever, that I mean, I my involvement with most of the events in the last five to ten years has been as the gopher and by the end of the event you know I want to change my name because you anytime something goes wrong or needs to be fixed or any kind of running because there's always something that has to be done so mm -hmm. I don't get as involved in the minutiae of the events like I used to when I was younger so I guess I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to how the flyers looked or whatnot I just it got done and um, but I think it, I think what we've done the last at least last year, I know we did flyers more similar to what Hugo does for their Good Neighbor Days, where you had everything splashed yeah, down there and it was yeah. real vibrant and whatnot. So I know they're planning on doing that again this year. So if there was an, an additional logo associated with that, 
what staff is looking for is a commitment out of one of you to become the logo contest coordinator or let the Lions take over it. You guys come up with your own run logo that gets put on your we, shirt. We understand okay. that. And what MM is saying is he needs he needs a couple days to think about it. And, that that and, would be something you could do over email then as everybody Yeah, does. we can do that over email. But the other the other piece I think that we're looking for confirmation on is do the Lions really want that? Will they use the logo that comes for the main event, for for the whole of Fet Deluxe, or or will they say no? That's just for the run. That's kind of what we're, you know, we're looking to see what their position is on that. I think another way of saying that is, if we go through the effort of doing the contest, is that logo actually going to be used anyplace? Yes. And using it on a T-shirt is not the same as using it throughout. The, the event. Uh, any logo, any logo created for the Fet Deluxe, any logo of some sort will need to be created for Fet Deluxe. We're not going to just do it in the standard. No one designing a flyer, right? Source guy do it just a standard font with Fet Deluxe. We're going to create a, a logo around it. So we need to have a logo of some sort, and they're usually best used across the entire event. But the, but the, the logo is going to be based on the theme of the festival. Potentially, and there's it's lots different. of different ways to do it, but a, a, okay. I mean, a yeah, stuff. and that's what that's what's been done for the last I don't know five years, because I've been on the the judging committee for the logo since this was started. So they've always had the theme, and we've always looked at who fits the theme, how good is the artwork, that kind of stuff, and we've had an elementary winner, and we've had a middle school winner. So that's why the... Well, the, the Lions are, are big on that. I mean, we do the, the Peace Poster contest and try and do that on an annual basis through the schools. So um, I, I don't know why they, they would change it. Because it's, if it's been successful and it's been, a, it's been a good deal for the last five years and it's, you know, it's helped promote the event especially with the kids and through the schools and the parents and stuff like that, I would say I, I would say they would probably continue with that and they would use the logo. We just don't, I, I, I'm not going to volunteer somebody's time from the, the Lions to, to do it. Nope, and that's, that's, yeah, and that's not it. We're just, we're just wanting to know that if the time and effort is put into doing that logo contest, that it will be that it will be used. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it will be. So there, okay. next a week from today, the the committee is meeting. So there's a couple of different approaches that I can envision. One is to try to connect with the Lions before that time to have them decide that. And, and I assume, but I don't know. I assume that we committee. We just did. <laughs> but the committee that's actually part of that meeting. So it, it, yeah, and I don't. If there's a Fed Locks meeting next week, then yeah. that would be. They would make a decision then. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that group is the one that would have the, the authority and, and want to make that. Well, they would, they would, yeah, they would, they would make the decision and they would bring back to the club. So the club, because, I mean, we're going to be expending our funds on a lot of this. So yeah. we have to, it, for us, it does have to go through um, the, the whole club. But 
like I said, we've, we've done it for the last five years, and it's been okay for the last five years. I don't know why we wouldn't continue doing it. Okay. All right. Well, um, we'll just take take a few days and think about it then. Describe the the role again. What does what does the coordinator do? What does the coordinator do? Yeah. We can do that. So we have entry forms. It's you, you're going to need to connect with the school art teachers okay. and ask them to participate like they have years past. Ask them to turn them in by a particular time for judging. And then typically I have done the letter, the um, certificate, and gotten the check ready, and then the mayor goes and presents it to the students, the one, you know, each one of the students, but then that logo also gets incorporated in the flyers and everything. So the big thing is yeah, driving the contact with the teachers and also... Yeah, yeah. it's coordinating with the schools, school. really. Yeah. Okay. So are we at a good stopping place for that? Sure. Okay. All right, that leads us to approval of minutes. We have three to do today, and then we are all caught up, so that'll be a good place for us to be. So we have the October 4th minutes from 2023. Um, does anybody have any concerns with those minutes? to accept them as written. Let's give people page in a second if they'd like to look. I have nothing to add. Huh? I have nothing to add or correct. Okay. Are you okay with that, Emma? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I will second that motion. All those in favor? Perfect. Um, the next set of minutes that we have are November 1st, 2023 Park and Rec meeting minutes. I'll make a motion to accept what it's written. I will second that. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. The last set is January 3rd, 2024. Uh, park and Rec uh, meeting minutes. <coughs> I have nothing to add. Change. I will make the motion that we accept those meeting minutes. Can I get a second? I'll second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion carries. Okay, we have announcements and updates. We have staff updates. Teresa, you got anything for us? 
nothing new. Okay, committee member updates. We will be canceling the February skate night. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> they are not making any more ice. Warville has been notified. Okay. All right. What do we do with all the leftover s'mores? That was. We have a s'more party. S'more party. A s'more party. I don't think that they will carry over till um, movie night. So I think that maybe they could be given to someone who would benefit from them more than we do. Maybe the the, the scouts have something coming up that they could use. Them they on. were all bagged with gloves on and under proper health conditions. <laughs> <laughs> and we had approximately half from last night, last twenty, yeah. which means there's probably probably what was that? We an email from Kathy. Jonathan is sick. Oh. Okay. So there's, there's probably at least 25, maybe a couple more bags. Does that help? 25 bags? Yeah. Oh. Are, are, the are the graham crackers in there? Graham crackers, marshmallows, and Hershey's. You can bag. throw those away. The graham crackers make the marshmallows go stale. From two weeks ago? Yeah, unfortunately, that's what... Do you have some that haven't okay. been bagged up yet? Uh, no, they were all bagged, except there was like a box or so of okay. graham crackers. Box of graham crackers, yes. Okay. And I think that was it. Okay. All right. See me when you're done with your meeting. All right. So, council, liaison. Liaise. Other than we had a uh, strategic planning meeting... Uh, on Saturday, that's part of the reason why, you know, the workshop and stuff like that, we talked about long-term planning and kind of got to know each other a little bit better because there's a couple of us that were new. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, one of the one of the big things that, you know, that, that I brought up was the, the community center building and whatnot. And um, um, there's uh, one of the former... Council members for the St. Genevieve's Parish has said that they would like to eventually close the the church and the rectory and stuff over there. So that's where that. Well, it's it's I, I'm sure it's it's getting real expensive to maintain, and I don't think that building the church is in real good condition. And the brick is falling off. Well, basically, the only time it gets used, if it's even used anymore, is for weddings and things of that nature. So it's really kind of a an expenditure that probably would be better for the church and its its financial health if it went away. Are you talking about the, the house or the church? I think they were talking about both. But yeah, I'm not sure talking, because that's all one. It's like one piece that. of piece of property. I know. I, I I I don't know what their you know what their long term plan is or you know how quick they wanted to, to get rid of it. But I know that was something that was um, talked about. Um, I, I don't think it's a universal agreement though. From what no, no, I, right, but it, but I'm saying it's 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 one of those. I mean, it's it's kind of a it's a neat church. It's historical and all this and all that. But but eventually things structures fail when they're not being 
being used and maintained and you know traditionally has so much money. Doesn't it have historical significance? Like um, the historical society might be I'm 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 not I'm I'm not sure. I, that's not something I'm not sure of, and it, it might be something that it, historical society won't take over. And you know, I I I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure they'd want to look into it, but it's it's it becomes a, a maintenance and an upkeep issue. It it's it's an it's an old building. It's a really old building. Um, the other thing is, um, and like uh, Mr. Stats mentioned, mentioned was the uh, Lalonde property. That we're talking about we the council did a we're going to do a letter of understanding that we want to proceed with that and look into doing the, the project there to get that that going um, other than that I don't know if there's a whole lot else at this point going on in the in the city the issues they were having with uh, Amazon with the traffic or the parking or whatever was has been taken care of Elections. Please come out and vote. Yeah. Vote. It's primary right now. So. Oh, I was going to mention too, I'm sorry I didn't get in there my part. I talked with um, Katie Hogan, who is a member of the Lions. I dropped off the, um, the volunteer gifts at her house, and um, she said that the Lions would like to collaborate with Park and Rec on some on some things in the community and in the parks and I said that would be great we'd be, love to hear what they're interested in doing and I um, said this meeting probably wasn't a great one to come to because we all had to come early um, but encouraged her to maybe write down the things that the Lions were thinking about for I think a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with the, the, the parks obviously you know and Yep, to kind of give us a, a list of, you know, if she could write us a list of, of park things that they were thinking about so that we could kind of wrap our head around it and then maybe come to the next meeting and, and we, could, we could, you know, hear about that and maybe start some discussions. I thought that would be nice if we could, you know, we could partner and work together on some things. I think that would be good. Yeah, so, I, don't, I don't know if the, the, the Lions are have been told, I mean, um, this thing with the, uh, the hockey rink and the boards and stuff like that was something that I really wasn't aware of. And so I'm fairly sure that nobody on the Lions Club is aware of that either. Oh, that they're going to redo the Well, boards. that they're, yeah, that you guys are looking at redoing the, the boards. Um, I know we had a discussion. Yeah, we didn't know that either. Well, we had, we had a little discussion at, at the council level about um, a heater in the um, public works and you know obviously we all gave our, our opinions but I know I know this this city our Lions Club also has always tried to run on a shoestring budget and reuse things and gotten used things and gotten old stuff and tried to make it work and this and that and that that kind of philosophy works for a certain period of time but mm -hmm. um, like the discussions today um, about Putting stuff together and having having our parks not be just kind of like a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit there. You got the land, you got these this beautiful mm -hmm. chunk of land over there. It doesn't make sense to me to 
continue doing things the way we've always done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I'm not afraid to spend money if it's spent in the right way. And um, just redoing that hockey rink exactly the way it is makes absolutely no sense to me, even if you're just putting up new wood. That makes no sense. Because how long is that? I mean, that's going to be something that's going to have to be there for years, whether we, you put it in the same place or you move it someplace else in the park. That's something that's going to be, have to be there for a long period of time. And if it's a no-maintenance product, like fiberglass or plastic boards that are on a normal hockey rink, you don't have to paint it every couple of years. You don't have to come up with that maintenance money. You don't have to put somebody's time into it. So um, I guess before the city spends any money on putting new wood around that hockey rink, I would say talk with the Lions and, and talk, you know, have the committee decide how they want to proceed with something like that. I do know that there's been some mention about doing things with the ball fields and obviously with the... Uh, you mean yeah. by the Lions? Okay. Collaborating with the with the park, we've got some ideas about things that we would like to donate time and money. Yeah. And um, uh, we did have a plan years ago for um, doing a, a community building or a concession building type thing that got waylaid by one of the councils that were in the past. So that's also something that I know about our club would be willing to put some money towards. Not that we have that, the money that, you know, $4 million to build a brand new building. We don't have that kind of money. And we never will. We don't, we're, we're a small club. And we don't have gambling, so. Yeah, but I just wanted to put that on everybody's radar that the discussion has been kind of opened up about that, so. I think that you could also ask for maybe some charitable gambling funds from the Centennial Youth Hockey Association for assistance with anything to do with the hockey or some of the ball field Centennial Youth Baseball. Mm -hmm. Well, the, our, our club is now organized as a 501c3, so we can get much larger charitable donations through our Lions Club for things, and pe so people can actually earmark a donation for something and then write it off on their taxes. Nice. You couldn't do that before with the way our club was organized, but we got that changed. Okay. So you got to get that done. So can I report the winner is Aaron Rentke? For the snowplow contest? Clearo Pathra. Yes, <laughs> let's, let's close that out. I think that's a good one. <laughs> All right, um, I think it is time for us to adjourn. It is 7.59. Move to adjourn. I second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 All right. Good meeting, people.